Section 70 of India, Persia, Mesopotamia, and Palestine. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World Story, Volume 2, India, Persia, Mesopotamia, and Palestine, edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 70. Little Stories from Saadi, a Persian author of the 12th century. 1. Never had I complained of the vicissitudes of fortune or saddened my face at the revolution of the heavens except once, on a time when my foot was naked and I had not wherewithal to purchase a shoe. Entering the great mosque of Nufa I saw there a man who had no feet. Then I converted my lament into gratitude and praise for the goodness of God and bore my want of shoes with patience. 2. Feridun ordered his Chinese embroiderers to embroider around his pavilion. Thou who art of an understanding heart, be good to the wicked, for the good are great and happy of themselves. 3. I have heard that for a whole week no wayfarers had come to claim the hospitality of the friend of God, Abraham. From a cheerful habit he would not eat his morning meal unless some necessitous traveller arrived on his journey. He went out and looked on every side, and surveyed every point of the valley. He saw only, like a reed in the desert, one solitary man whose hair was white with the snows of age. He addressed him with a courteous welcome and gave him an invitation after the custom of the liberal. Oh, dear to me is the apple of mine eye. Do me the kindness to eat of my bread and of my salt. Gladly he assented, leaped up and quickened his step, for he knew the character of the inviter, on whom be peace. They who ministered to the hospitality of the friend of God seated the poor old man in the seat of honor. He commanded, and they prepared the table, and his companions placed themselves around it. But when the company began, in the name of God, no voice from the old man reached the ear. Then he said, O thou that hast seen many days, I perceive that thou art not pious and earnest as an old man should be. Is it not proper when thou eatest thy daily bread to name the name of the Lord who gave it? He replied, I have not followed thy way, for I was never taught it by the priest of the fire-worshippers. Then the prophet of good omen knew that the old man was an infidel, doomed to perdition. And when he found him to be an alien, he assailed him with contumelies as a wicked wretch too unholy to consort with the holy. Then came an angel from the Creator, who reproved him sternly, saying, I have bestowed upon him life and daily food for a hundred years, and is he become to thee an abomination in a single day? If he hath offered up his adoration before fire, art thou therefore to withdraw from him the hand of benevolence? 4. I have heard that an old man on a pilgrimage to the holy place at each step made two head-bowings in prayer. So warmly was he pursuing his path towards God that he paused not to pluck out a thorn from his foot. At last, through the temptations of his treacherous heart, his acts appeared so praiseworthy in his own sight that through the machinations of the evil one he was well-nigh falling into the pit, persuading himself that he could not by any possibility walk on any road preferable to this, and had the mercy of God not intervened his vain glory would have hurried him on to destruction. But his good genius in an inaudible voice whispered to him, O happy and fortune-favored man, think not that because thou hast discharged a service of prayer thou hast brought into this court a graceful free-will offering. To give peace to a single heart by a kindly act is worth more than a thousand head-bowings in prayer. 5. I have heard that King Tagrul came in his rounds on a Hindu sentinel. 
The snow was falling thick, and it rained in torrents, and he shivered with the cold like the star Canopus. The heart of the king was moved with compassion, and he said, Thou shalt put on my fur mantle. Wait a moment at the end of the terrace, and I will send it out by the hand of a slave. Meanwhile a piercing wind was blowing, and the king walked into his royal hall. There the sight of a lovely lady so enchanted him that the poor sentinel entirely slipped his memory. As though the wintry cold was not suffering enough, to his evil fortune were added the pangs of disappointment. End of section 70 Recording by Philip Gould